Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my God, yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. Hey, welcome to our show, Quernundrum. I am your host, Holly Greystone. And I am your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. <laughs> hey, but hey, more importantly, what is going on with you, Holly? <laughs> more important than saying hello to you, beautiful? Yes, it it's is. Been too because, long. you know, the world revolves around you, or at least that's what you say. It is because I missed that memo. I'm going to edit and talk to my. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to my handler and see what's happening. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, I'm pretty sure you said this. I, I got the memo, and you know, so right, whatever. We're going to have to see who's who's out there giving out these memos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, good, doing good. I've nothing super exciting going on, which is fabulous. I love it because I feel like we always have so much going on um working a lot of course uh but i love it i love what i'm doing i love where i'm at and just continuing to to grow in that position and help support the teams and it's been good it's a little bit of a tiring week i've been uh <laughs> dealing with this really old uh boiler of ours we, we run a steam boiler and it's needed some gentle talks <laughs> i feel like I sometimes feel like uh, I'm a, a Star Trek engineer talking to my warp engine. It's like, all right, baby, how are we doing today? Okay, we're putting out steam. No, you need, you need a little bit more? All right, girl, I got you. And I feel like I'm having these conversations every morning. It's six o'clock in the morning. I barely even had my coffee. And I'm trying to encourage this monstrosity of a machine to kick in. And, and it does. It, it, and it, it's working better and better. It's actually putting out some really good numbers this week, which I'm excited. It means all of the hard work the team has put into it um, and the guidance that I've been able to provide to that is um, it's paying off. It's going to, it's going to be a little bit more work and a little bit more time and money ahead, but it'll, it'll get us through winter. And I'm pretty excited about that. And our, our production is coming along quite nicely. We have a very new actress on set with one of our um, more seasoned actors and they're doing extremely well. They just did their first rehearsal where they share the a kiss and, um, it went really well. I think, uh, I really do think that the, us as directors did a good job setting a, a safe place for people to kind of explore that because neither one of them have ever done that. Um, kiss a stranger <laughs> that is on stage. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was interesting to be able to sit back and kind of imagine what it would be like if that was me and, and have those conversations and, um, it, they felt safe. They were able to really tap into the character development and they actually hung out for an extra hour after rehearsals were done just to kind of connect on their character and run their own lines um, without any sort of input from us. They just kind of did their own thing to get to know each other, which is good. So I'm really excited to see that uh, production go up. Uh, it was a few more weeks to go, which I'm sure I'll update you on as I go. Um, yeah, I just, you know, just live in life. <laughs> enjoying this fucking cold weather i'm sick and tired of these single digits i'm ready for summer i was so tempted to buy like 
you know, sometimes your phone, I swear, listens to you and you get these advertisements and you say, oh yeah, I just really want to travel and I really want to go somewhere warm. And also I'll get all these like Expedia has this wonderful flight deal. You can get tickets right now and go. And I'm like, yeah, Cabo sounds amazing. Let's go. <laughs> so I have when to you work. know you have a place you can stay down in Cabo. I do. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. Uh, my Spanish is getting better and better. I'm 61 days into uh, learning Spanish. I, there's, I can form sentences. I can understand most generic sentences. Like I would like certain foods or certain beverages. Where's the restaurant? How to get a car, pack a suitcase, a ticket. Um, so making progress in that. And I'm really excited. Um, teaching myself something new and it was something actually I was reflecting on with my wife last night as I was going to bed and I was trying to say hamburger and I can't say it quite right but I'm trying to say try to say hamburger in Spanish and so she keeps correcting me because she can hear me throughout the house as I'm saying it out loud because it's a weird it rolls off the tongue weird and so I can hear her across the house now our house eats sound somehow when I'm trying to say this word in Spanish incorrectly, she can hear me. No problem. Well, <laughs> she, because her, she does have her hearing that's, well, she's a teacher, which is part of it. I'm but. sure it's, I'm sure it's King did. Yeah. She, cause she wants to help me. Right. You know, she supports yeah. that. And so she's, she's helping me with that ending at part of the word. And so finally I get it down right. And I tell her I want a cheeseburger. And then I tell her I want to, I want a fish burger. And then she's like, it's 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, okay. And then I, I call her my beautiful wife and she's like, that was good. And so we're sitting there, we're kind of chuckling. And I was like, you know, as I reflect on my life right now in this moment, I am learning Spanish. I have achieved every, all my goals that I have set out. I, my three and five year goals, which now are six and another five. Um, and I've done that with her by my side and, and I've gone through some pretty traumatic things in my life and she's been there and it's, it all just seems like it's been a blur at the same time. It feels like it's been a lifetime and I am so happy for the life that I have and that I get to do this with somebody that creates that space and opportunity for me to grow. And yeah, you know, it made me make fun of me for saying the Spanish word <laughs> wrong, but but does so in, in a loving and supporting way and, and really wants me to succeed in that. And I feel that, and I believe in that. And as I grow in, in Spanish or as a project manager or as a, a you know, business uh, strategist or whatever, you know, like those things that I'm doing, I, I know I have, I know I have her beside me, supporting me every step of the way. And it was a very comforting thought as I quickly fell asleep after that, I reached over and I kissed her and I told her that she's like, Where did, she's like, Where, what, why? And I'm like, because sometimes we just need to say the, say it and not just assume those things. Sometimes you just need to say, it. even if it's 11 o'clock at night and you're about to fall asleep, but sometimes you just need to take those moments and tell, tell your human, you know, why you love them and what you, why you appreciate them. And, or your and, cat, you know, my cat was, it was between our faces. She likes to share our pillow. So, I mean, you know, either way, <laughs> you know, they need to know that too. They're just, you know, there is, they're, they're almost as important. Almost. Oh, almost. Almost. Yeah. I anyway. Mean, <laughs> um, what's, you know, what's going on with you? Um, well, first of all, I have to say that um, I have the distinction of getting to have your wife. I directed your wife um, in a play to be the first time she ever kissed on stage. 
And I didn't yeah. have her just kiss one person. I had her kiss two separate individuals. Is it one of one those of individuals your husband? husband? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought that was clear. She gave me this look of, oh, okay. And then I go, is everything okay, Desiree? And she goes, oh, I just have to get used to it. I've never kissed her to be on stage before. And because of her vast theater background, I just, I didn't even think anything about it, you know? And so it's like, oh. I'm sorry, do we need a moment? She goes, no, I got it. I go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I found I myself asking those same that. questions. I was like, I could assume that our one our one actress who's who's been in several plays, I could assume that. And I was careful not to. And I'm really glad I did yeah. it because she actually had a little more reservation than our newer member on stage. I'm going to bet stage. she did. And nothing bad, but I can see her having that more of a, yeah, she just it, so. she it kind of she kind of had a pause and she just really yeah. needed to think it through and and, and yeah. I and I wanted her to have that and she needed to have that and I'm glad I could support and her. I, I, what I want to say is I'm assuming she listens to it. I'm not going to use your name, but I just is because knowing her, she just had to get she had to her thought process. She has to think through those things. That's you um, know so that's a little bit. That's yeah. all I meant by that. Yeah. So just so you know, you wonderful person, you. Yeah. So, but she, you, she's always very analytical when I work with her in a place, she has to think her way through the whole process. Mm -hmm. so was, and I think she's actually developed quite a bit, even since the last time you've seen, her. I think you'd be very surprised. Anyhow, I'll, I'll update you. I'm so excited yeah, to see yeah. what they're working on. I'm excited. So, um, other than that, um, I, I, I want to talk, um, really quickly that, um, I have, I've talked about this, my job, which still has challenges. I love my job. And today I got an email from my former people I work with in mm -hmm. Gunnison. And I'm more than ever, ever glad I'm away from that place. I got, I'm, I'm going to be fairly honest here. I got an email and I thought, well, you fucker. <laughs> I am so glad I'm away from this place. It was just very which is surprising because I think about our episodes when you were talking about how much you loved being there. So I mean obviously the pandemic affected that and then there's it did. personnel that affected that. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Um, it's also the person who is now the one who I'm talking about is now the boss and that's i really once i knew that he was probably going to get the position that would become my boss i was going oh no it's time to get out of here anyway and also to be fair there are some nice things in gunnison but the entire time it, i kept i go if i if i just say this it'll eventually become true so i was faking until i made it it just never happened you know mm -hmm. so that's part of it so um, i think that's fair i think we have to give ourselves the chance for something to, new yeah. to succeed we have to have that mindset ready and, and practice it. And a lot of times it will come true. And if it's not meant to be, even through all of that, you'll know undoubtedly that the choices you have to make to get out of that situation are clear. Oh, and so then the, I have to say that um, I did also have um, a dream then about another person from Gunnison. Um, Chris, who she was a guest on our show, she yeah. talked about her, her daughter and um, and it was, I had a dream about her and her husband um, and that they invited Dean and I, they're now living in Vermont and invited us to come to Vermont and 
we get there and in the dream i find out that they're part of a cult deeply religious cult that stockpiles guns no and if you knew them at all you would know that that's you know i will so far beyond of who they are and i woke up from that dream going where in the holy hell oh, that's right you said it was a dream come? okay <laughs> I forgot you said it was a dream. I was like, no. I was like, I'm all sitting here looking through our episodes. I'm like, okay, season one, episode 30, Words of a Mother. Gonna have to delete that one now. It's a dream. Okay, got it. Sorry. Well, no, it was so funny because the first thing I did is when I, that morning, because I had the I had the dream fairly close to time to wake up. And so like the first thing I did that morning was texted them and go, you'll never guess what I dropped out last night. That's all I said. I was waiting for them. You know, I wanted to make sure they were involved in this. <laughs> that <Yes>. was, um, <laughs> I do. So the other stuff going on is that uh, we have now kicked the cats out of the bedroom at night because Mumford is a true, I call him loving, but he's a true loving asshole. He literally is headbutting us half the night. No, pet me now, pet me now, pet me now. <laughs> And it's like, no, so we're done. So finally, I was going, going, Dean, I need to sleep. I don't know about you, but I cannot do this anymore. And he goes, oh, God, no. And so we've, you know, we've locked him out of the bedroom. And we first thing happens, we get up in the morning. And I'm the first one up. And I open up the door. And it's like, oh, my God, you guys are still here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so it's like, Let me tell you all so, the things I saw. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and so then I get to hear from both of them. And, and. Mumford, who is the one who's causing all the issues, isn't a real talker, but oh my God, brother is. So brother is like the first thing in the morning. I think he's telling on Mumford, but you know, however it goes. You know, so, <laughs> so we get that now in the mornings. Um, I have named the Roomba Hank because I've always found Hank, and I'm sorry to any Hanks that are out there that are nice people. Any Hank I've ever met is kind of a dick. So I feel that this that our our Roomba's name is Hank and it fits it fits our 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 Roomba very well because I'm just he, our Roomba's just being a dick. It's just there's no other way around it. You know, yeah, he'll go by and look at that piece of of dirt like 20 times. Oh yeah, I see it. I'm going around it. Oh look, I'm gonna <laughs> circle around it this time. I'm just you know, so I, I his name hey, is Hank. I think your I think your Hank is just giving you shit. I think it knows that you don't like it and it's just giving you shit. You oh, I agree with put, that. Put so Hank in a box and send it to me and I'll put him to work. <laughs> so, um, and I'm so excited. Uh, Dean has found a job. Okay. Um, it's right now, It's uh, he's, because it's sort of where his wheelhouse seems to come in. He's got a job delivering pizza. Um, and then, of course, he took the one job, and now he got off another job delivering pizza. So he's now trying to. Well, he had, the other job hasn't come through yet, but it's going to because they they offered it to him, but he has to go through a background check, which will be fine because the other one's already gone through a background check. And that's all the same shit. So he has to decide which place he wants to work, and he's still got another couple jobs that aren't pizza delivery. But he's happier. I'm happier because you know it just means we have more money to spend. You know, and you can never yeah. be. You know, what's wrong with that? So. Um, the other thing is, oh my God, sorry, Pacific Northwest. You you talk about the the temperature changes, nothing, nothing compared to Texas. Earlier this week, we Texas were Texas is just getting beat degrees. on right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Texas is just getting beat on right now. The last couple of years, the weather just seems a little bit more intense for Texas. 
Well, it's so weird. Like I, I was saying to you earlier in the week, you and Desiree, is that Texas feels like it's menopausal. Um, it goes, it has hot and cold flashes. I mean, the, earlier this week is 84 degrees. Today and yesterday, it was in the, it got down to 30. We have the fire going, you know, because we're freezing. I'm in a room right now that I'm thinking I need to go get a sweater because I'm cold in this room. So um, it's just been like, what the hell? So I moved from Colorado, which is, oh, my God, fucking cold, to, oh, we're going to be really extremely hot. Well, not extremely hot because I'm hearing, you know, 110, 120 in the, in the summer here. But, you know, so it goes to being hot and muggy at 84 degrees to then at like a day and a half later, it's getting to below freezing. My fucking body can't deal with this anymore. You know, it's like I'm old and stuff. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm surviving. You know, I don't want anybody to worry about me. I'm good. It's, I'm, it's like, we're going to have all the fans send you electric blankets. <laughs> so that's, oh yeah. So that was, I did find out that my weighted blanket, which I love. Oh my God. I love, I night, love weighted blankets. Where have they been my they, whole life? I tell you what, uh, once it hits like 75 at night, that weighted blanket was gone. But then, of course, it got cold again, so I had to bring it back. So, anyway, so it's just been, so you're getting a workout every time. <laughs> oh, my hell, God. And so, oh, and also, then the, the weighted blanket I do have is one I got for when I was bigger. And so, oh. um, and so now that I'm smaller, you know, because should I've lost, I've lost a person at this point, I've lost about half of me. It is a little harder to move around in it anyway, but I love it so much, and they cost a fucking fair amount of money. I don't want to go out and buy another one, you know what I mean? So it's oh, like, yeah, you know, it's I use it. Like, I, I've so. stolen my mother-in-law's. I didn't realize it was hers. I did. I, I thought it was my. I thought it was my my brother's. I thought it just because I inherited so much of his stuff. Oh yeah, and I kept quite a bit, and I just figured it was it was his, and it turns out it was actually my mother-in-law's. I love it. I love it so much. And then we have another one that my mom bought us. And so I steal that one too. Oh, I love a way to uh, you know, and I, I, I figured that of you, you know, because you're this blonde, blue eyed chick who they, you know, you just go and you got big boobs. You just figure you can get away with everything. And so, you know, it makes Thanks. sense. That you know, I get it. You know, I was going with because I'm cunning, you know, I'm a savage, I'm smart, yeah, but yeah, not boobs. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, you're just thinking about it with everything, you bitch, but whatever. So, <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> I was going to say at this point that you and I like had the same moment this morning. I, uh, I Oh, like yeah. Talk about a pivot. Because we were originally supposed to talk about what the fuck is going on with Dave Chappelle on Netflix, you know? Right. But right. with all the stuff going on in the world, talking about not even able to say gay in Florida, I know it's more than that, but yeah. And um, with what's going on in Ukraine, we thought we'd switch topics and go to that. And I thought we'd get into that if you're good as a Holly. And I, I thought yeah, I'd let I you think go it's funny that we off. both had that same thought. Oh, hell yeah. At, but basically, the same time for oh, me being 5 30, you 7 30. And I was just like, no, I'm going to, because I forgot your well, two hours. I'm going to say, I had this thought when I woke up, but you didn't want me calling you at five in my five in the morning. No, if you call me at your five in the morning, we probably won't be friends. <laughs> Unless it's an emergency. You'd be like going, what? Fuck you. We're done with the podcast. We're never doing it again. 
I'll be, next thing you know, there'll be an ad for a new, a new yeah. And then you'd be calling me back up, you know, three hours later going, Gary, I'm so sorry you woke up while I was sleeping. Yeah, Let's that, was, that was sleep deprivation, response. <laughs> I'm not responsible for my actions until five o'clock. <laughs> anyway, and, yeah, know, we should... I, that's fair for anybody. I get it, you know, <laughs> for my my daughters i don't think i can hold them responsible for anything till at least 10 in the morning you know then it's it's a oh, little wow. iffy with, with with one of them so but <laughs> all right so um uh since we're not talking about Chappelle and netflix yeah. uh did you want to start off with why you can't be gay or i should say say gay in florida now yeah those yeah the don't say um the don't say gay bill in in florida we did kind of talk about it in our news episode last week um so those who are not familiar it's the florida house bill uh hb 1577 and it's been dubbed by the critics of this bill as the don't say gay and basically it limits when and how teachers and school staff can discuss gender and sexual orientation which is a over simplification of what actually passed as a bill so basically the opponents um, been, who again have said, you know, don't say, they've called it the don't say gay bill, uh, say that it will make life for LGBTQ youth um, harder. Right now, about 50% of the youth find that their schools are a safe place uh, versus at home. So the fact that we have this bill uh, will impede the, that relationship between students and, and their school. The Republicans, especially those who were sponsoring this bill, say that it aims to have the school teacher, um, basically to have the schools teach gender and sexuality sexuality at, at, at an appropriate age and to keep parents informed about what's happening in the classroom, right? That sounds, that sounds good, right? That makes sense. Uh, however, it bans all discussion about LGBTQ oppression, history, and discussion about LGBTQ identities. People are being sold on this idea that the House bill that's being presented now been passed would guarantee parents access to the children's education and health records and require schools to notify the parents if there's a change at the student services or monitoring, uh, monitoring related to their student or their child's uh, mental health, emotional, or physical well-being, and the schools, and then it, on top of that, it limits the school's ability to provide safe and supportive learning environment for that child. So, it's a combination of things that are happening here. We're basically this bill is saying, "Hey, parents, you get to you get to have a say in all these things for your kids." That already exists. It has already exists. This bill also says that the school can withhold information from parents that they believe that disclosing that information to them would would result in abuse, abandonment, or neglect of that child. That is in the bill. That is already a a thing. So nothing's changed there. All this does is it 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 basically is a bill that plays on a, a, a fear game that the Republicans have been doing for. A long time, but they're really ramping it up this last year or so, right? They're doing it with the trans anti-transgender law. They're doing it with the book burning bullshit, which, by the way, you could get digitally. So go fuck off. Like, why are you? Anyway, all these authors are going to make money on you anyhow. 
all of it is, is just a fear game. They're distracting the general public from the bigger issues that are going on. And they're playing on the fear of parents and saying, Hey, you don't know what's going on with your kids at school. And they got two different identities. The one that's at school and the one that's at home, they still do. That's kids. Kids. I have a different identity when I'm at home versus when I'm at work and versus when I'm on online as a podcast host, I'm not the same exact person having a conversation with, with my wife at the coffee table, we have different personas that we put on for the different environments that we're in, because those are the things that we're doing in those moments. It doesn't mean we're, we're hiding something or that we're lying. That's, that's just the environment and conversations that happen in those spaces. They're not going to happen at home. They're going to happen with our peers in different environments. And all this does, all this fucking thing does is encourage parents to sue schools and to sue teachers. That is all it does. It encourages this litigation environment. And then on top of that, the worst part of that is that it prohibits the education on the history and the suffering that we have all faced in the LGBTQAI community. And for Florida, that would include Florida's history of the world of Florida's worst massacre of the LGBTQ persons by a single gunman, the Pulse shooting that took the lives of 49 people and wounded 58 others in 2016. And that gunman did it survive because the police couldn't go through the doors. They had to go through the fucking bathroom wall to take him out because he had hostages. And we can't have a conversation about how that is wrong. We can't talk about those people who died. We can't talk about the survivors of those individuals. I'm not saying we should talk to our five-year-olds about this. But if our high schoolers want to have a conversation about this or anything related to our history, the Stonewall riots about the anti-transgender laws that are going out there and they want to have a conversation, we can't have that in our schools. And our school is supposed to be a place of equal education, in my opinion, an equal education. We need to be talking about the inequities of our communities. We need to be talking about race. We need to be talking about the fact that we still have discrimination because if we don't, then we get stupid fucking people believing, oh, well, there's not racism. We dealt with that already during the civil rights movement. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you not seen the news? Do you not see what you are personally doing in this moment that still exists? And when you get people to that point where they truly believe that, then they're not going to vote on the laws and the issues that are important because they don't believe that they exist. And if they don't believe that it exists, then that discrimination will continue to happen and harm will continue to happen and it will be irreversible. And it's just a fucking mess. It's, it just makes me so mad. It's the same kind of thing that happened. What is it? Measure 11, measure 11 out of Oregon. They let the people that were pro that they were like, Hey, this, this law right here is going to have like the harshest laws against murderers and against rapists. And you should vote for this law. And basically we're going to get the power straight to the prosecutor so we can ensure that mandatory sentences are going to happen. Well, they also have it in there for like, those laws are just as strict. If you're 13 years old, if you're 10 years old or you're 18 or 32 and you looked at a pornographic image or you shared a pornographic image to another 13 year old and whichever parent says, Oh no, first 
gets to sue the other one and the other 13 year old gets to do six years mandatory sentence or if you're one of the wealthy few you get to pay to not have to go to court and just have a charge on your on your on your record for the rest of your life it's this manipulative bullshit to keep us dumb and not see what's actually going on (sighs) okay i'm off my my podium you may go now I think it was great, Holly. <laughs> I, I can keep going, but I just realized as I'm getting the flash on off the stage that my time is up and I must yield my time. <laughs> oh, so, gosh. Um, hey, uh, you have some information on, the, on what's going on with Ukraine, and I just can't handle it myself. So I'm really glad that you are you're going to lead us into this. So take us... Well, and first off, we just want to say that that Holly and I do know several, uh, well, we know a person from who she is from the Ukraine. Yes. And our and, God, um, thoughts and prayers. Uh, I know there's empty, but God, they're, they're with you guys. And I also do, I have met her uh, brother and mother who thankfully yeah. both live in Canada now, but they still have plenty of family sure. and friends who live over in Ukraine. So like Holly said, I, it seems empty, but it does because there's nothing them. we can do. Like, yeah. I, what can I do for my house right now other than to, to take this time on the podcast? I like, I feel so helpless. So that's, and I want to also say that they aren't, uh, they're, they're not, this is where ours is focusing on is LGBT uh, people of Ukraine. I want to make sure to say I don't think they care, but they aren't part of that group, but very much allies and has been always been big oh, support. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off with a little history of the Ukraine. Um, oh, sorry, of Ukraine. You do not say the, that's wrong. The, um, about the LGBT rights in Ukraine. Um, once the Soviet Union fell and Ukraine became independent in 1991, the LGBT community has gradually become more visible and more organized politically. Um, Most Ukrainians affiliate with the Eastern Orthodox Church, which is the biggest obstacle to LGBTQ rights in Ukraine. They have been very vocal in saying how wrong the gays are, uh, how wrong, you know, you you should not sleep, a man should not sleep with another man, a, a woman should not sleep with another woman. They don't, you know, they do not believe in, uh, they just don't believe in trans at all, you know. So uh, they are, even though the Catholic Church is terrible, the Eastern Orthodox Church, which is is an offshoot of, it's part of all the big Catholicism, they're even stronger and stricter in their belief system. And they just do not believe in gays just shouldn't exist. But still, it's better than it used to be. In a 2010 European study, 20% of Ukrainians polled believe that LGBT individuals should ha- live freely and however they like. A 2017 poll found that 50% of Ukrainians believe that gay and bisexual individuals should enjoy equal rights, making a significant shift in public opinion. So they're just behind the United States a little bit in this. They're, you know, they're kind of, they're going through their growing pains too. So they really are trying to recognize, they really are trying to recognize the queer community in Ukraine. 
um, the there this, there are several things to talk about the gender identity. Transgender people are allowed to change gender. Gay and lesbian and bisexuals are allowed to serve in the military. Oh. Um, discrimination protections, which this one really thrilled me. Sexual orientation and gender identity protections are in employment. Recognition of relationships. There is no recognition of same-sex relationships. Restrictions. Same-sex marriages are constitutionally banned. Adoption. Single people are allowed to adopt. You can be a gay man or a, or a lesbian and be able to adopt, but you can't as a couple. And just consequently, uh, women have an easier time of adopting because they can become, they, they, they can, or having kids, they really are needs to have kids because they can, they can get pregnant if they want to go through the artificial insemination process. So it, it becomes easier for women to have kids. Um, so none of this is great, but it's better than it is, would be if Russia took over them and became oh my god so much worse and they'd be targeted because i'm sure that they some of be. them have... there's we're talking about that death threats happen people have died they just disappear we don't even know what's happened to people um when i did go to russia with my friend tracy we went and spent three weeks in europe and a week of that was spent in russia and uh it was gorgeous there. The history there is amazing. It was probably one of the funnest parts of my trip, except I was told before I went to make sure I didn't wear any gay pride anything and that oh. Tracy and I were a couple while I was while we were there that they I had people very worried about me who lived next to Russia that they're worried that if it came out that I was gay while I was in Russia, that I would just disappear. Really? So um, this is honestly something until we went there, I wouldn't have, and I guess, you know, in your mind, you think about that stuff, but you don't really think about it to all the students. Yeah, you're until really you're in, in it. it. Yeah, yeah you, you know it exists, but you don't really realize it until you're like, oh yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and so... Um, I had, you know, I was careful. I didn't say anything that I did not talk about my husband. Anything. Did you wear your, did you wear your Crocs? Oh, well, yeah, I'm not. Oh, you know, yeah, Crocs. then you're good. You're good. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, they, you know, that was just, you know, sorry, that was, you know, keeping me, that kept me straight, you know. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I had my Crocs with me on that trip, but I did wear socks with sandals. So, okay, so that was, um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Desiree. Uh, but, and so I did, um, was very, very careful what I did. Once I got there, I started realizing like our tour guide and the, and the bus driver, you could tell if they knew they would have been okay with it. You very much got the impression that a lot of people kind of were treating Putin like a lot of us treat Trump. Granted, not as vocal as we do in the United States because they 
they could literally disappear in uh, in in Russia. But you could tell people were sort of like, you know, okay, what do you do? He says what he wants to, you know. I mean, so you got very much that impression there. But it is a fear there. I mean, people get arrested. They spend years in prison there because of loving a person of the same sex. Or the people I don't even, I, I, at least I can understand that. I can, I can sympathize. I get where, you know, where a gay man is coming from. Or I, I even get the concept where, you know, a lesbian is coming from. I can't even fathom. I just the 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 scared that a person who's trans must go through. I can't even the the they the fear they must live on a daily basis. Anyway, so where this is all leading is that if if Russia takes over Ukraine, mm-hmm. people are scared. I mean, everybody's scared anyway. But then add into that if you're part of that queer community. What would happen to you? There are people already now because of what's going on who are part of the queer community who are trying to leave the country just for that reason because they don't they can't take that chance. I mean, there's people here who are going, okay, we'll just hide out in the bunkers, you know, whatever, as this terrible stuff is going on, that this war is happening. I mean, it's it's happening now, folks. Yeah, I've seen videos of of uh fighter jets flying in and just dropping ordnance it's like i just can't fathom it's not it's not like this is an enemy that provoked this you're giving an order to attack a country that has not actively done any aggression towards you it's just it's and what it gets down to is putin's needs he he wants people to know how big his penis is i mean that's what it gets down to I mean, it was just very, you know. He well, wants and China to realize- is watching very closely, and and I'm sure that there's been conversations there. China's watching very oh, yeah. closely to see how we handle things because they've made threats to go after Taiwan and many other 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 lands around them that they believe are part of the the Republic of China. And the thing about it is, it's one of the times as much as I really do appreciate Biden. It's one of the times I think he maybe needs to get a little stronger in his in his beliefs in this or there has to be stronger sanctions there has to be more of a threat than what and he's getting there he's getting there i just don't think it's fast enough these people are scared yeah and, and the thing is is he can't act without congress and he has to have i mean there's i know that there's more to it but it, I, I would, I wish it would just be a faster. And it's something that it's like I said, I, I agree with almost all the stuff this winter that I think he needs to act more and do more than he has. But hey, you know what? That's what what's great about this country is that we're able to express our feelings as a gay man, as a lesbian woman. We can express our feelings and not worry about more than having a Twitter firestorm at the worst happened to us, you know? Uh, unless you were in Idaho for a brief moment. I I had a very, I, very uncomfortable visit there recently. I, Idaho is becoming very sketchy. Oh, honey, I live in Texas now, trust me. Oh, that's I, right. You know, You're in the other, other very scary place. <laughs> you know, so it's not like I, you know, I, I get the scared, but it's nothing 
yes, I think that I have to worry more, more living here than I have other places about sure. going into certain places and things like that. And I, oh my God, there's like a Chick-fil-A every fucking block and a half. And I refuse to go into those places. But it's still, in the end, our rights are protected. You know, we got to, you know, there's, it's taken forever to get there, but we do have, we are, except now, like again, where this all goes back to Florida, where there are places where they're, they're trying to take away rights and, mm-hmm. and Florida got it taken care of. I don't know how that happened. I it just, it's beyond me. Shame on you, Florida. Shame on fucking you for doing that. Shame on all, yeah. every state who's doing that. And, but, and so you're just proving to Putin that this is okay. You know, I'm sure he's looking at us and, you know, but it's just, it, it's a shame that we've come so far in making these strides backwards now. And that, that we have to deal with knowing that we have people that we know and love and care about yeah, who are going through this and are going through it in a place now where they could, the minute Russia took over, they could die. You know, all of a sudden, uh, our friends would not even know where their friends were. All of a sudden, they just would be gone. No word, nothing. Just they would just they would cease to exist. We exist. We have every right to be here as much as any other person. And for Putin, hell, fuck. For Santos to do this shit. Yeah. It's who, how is it their right to make those kind of choices? You know, I, I don't, you know, fine, say all you want to that you think the queer population is terrible, that they're evil. But don't silence us don't try to sound don't put fucking laws into place that silence us because that's just going to make us stronger and try harder i will always go back to dean and i could have cared less if we had the ability to marry until george w bush told us we couldn't and it's like fuck you george and that's when we got highly involved in that said no we we have every right we deserve to be married if we want to and if we were one of the first people to when we were able to in washington we were one of the first people to get married for that reason so in the end what's happening with with russia it's just going to hopefully make all the other countries who are witnessing this make their queer communities stronger and I hope that all of our good vibes go to helping Ben. Okay, I'm off my I'm off my soapbox. Usually, I'm not the one who goes on soapboxes. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> it's, it's easy. So, to, it's easy to do. There's yeah. so much going on. It's it's easy to get onto it. No. So yeah, shame on people who want to silence. Shame. Well, and it and it needs. We just need to continue to hold them accountable, and that that pressure from their their communities, from their societies. It, they're supposedly representing it just needs to continue 
you know, like the whole book banning thing, Des and I went out and bought a a bunch of them and we're reading some that we haven't and that ever read before. Um, And then we're going (laughs) to sneak them into places or donate them. I don't know. We'll do something with them so that they're getting out there, but. Well, and it's just all that stuff. I mean, I was like, you know, when you talked about the whole thing, I didn't, when we originally talked about doing this this morning, folks, I wasn't connecting the whole Pulse thing to, to Florida. It just wasn't connecting to what she was talking about first. And to realize that in this state where one of the biggest mass shootings ever has happened, that all of a sudden our friends and allies would not be able to talk about a terrible situation that happened to them. Yeah, and some of those are their family. Could you imagine if there's anything, and I got to hate to use this as an example because it's so terrible, but Sandy Hook, if all of a sudden you told those parents they could not talk about their kids anymore, mm-hmm. or you could talk about them, but you couldn't use the word child to talk yeah. about them. The entire fucking country, even the ones who are all for all the fucking guns and you know, want 20,000 stockpiled in their basement, they would be against that because it's talking against children. I might be wrong. I'm more shocked by this fucking country every day, but I think I'd be, I think they would be up in arms that they said they couldn't use the term child. Yeah. And then all of a sudden saying that we can't use a term which we identify with. That, and that, I mean, doesn't that, you look much more to that, doesn't that whole thing go then with, that that black people can't talk about that African Americans can't talk about slavery, isn't that all yeah. that stuff? Isn't that, yeah, you know, Black it, Lives Matter and all I that. I mean, it's stuff they it's can't. different, but there's similar similarities in terms of like there are things they're not allowed to talk about. Which is what? What? That's our history. I'm sorry that your privilege is is being challenged. That you feel it is being challenged because that's not what it is. We need to recognize that slavery is a thing that happened. It, the discrimination continues to happen, that there's such a thing as black massacres and that we have done horrendous things, not only to people of color, but the Native Americans here in the United States. Just the sheer amount of fuckery that we've done and the treaties that we have violated and the lands that we have decimated. These are things that are real. We have done this as a society, all of us, maybe not on the individual basis, but it is our responsibility as the individual to hold our government responsible and to make sure that we don't do that again, that we learn from our history and that we find common ground and move forward. And if we don't do that and we continue to bury the truth of what's going on, we're going to do it all over again. And it's going to be disastrous and it's going to lead to opportunities like fucking Russia taking over United States or some other country. It, it just does not do us any good to bury our heads in the sand and just pretend everything is the 1950s and it's a-okay to be the way we are. I'm sorry. It's not, we will never get back to that. And no, and many of us don't want that. I'm just saying. Could you imagine? I couldn't even, I mean, it was I mean, again, I've said this a lot of times. I did not come out till I was 35. I lived, I, I became sexually a person during the AIDS crisis. One of the first things I saw as I realized that I was attracted to men was talking about gay cancer. That put me in the closet till I was 35. 
could you imagine what's going to happen to again these people in the Ukraine? In Ukraine, what I mean, I oh, I, just, I can't fathom. Um, we need to stop talking about this because we'll just go off on the same things over again. And, and yeah, uh, there's we do. there's no point. So I mean, th- there's a huge point, but not for our listeners who we don't want we don't want them using our podcast the way to fall asleep at night you know because we get boring so i because i don't think you and i are ever, ever i will sing i'm gonna sing wait, wait i'm gonna sing them a lullaby sweet dreams beautiful baby Close so anyway okay. <laughs> um I the one I nothing I, because this is a fairly dark one. I wanted to mention really quickly if people haven't been watching it on HBO Max, you should watch The Gilded Age. It's by the creator of, of Downton Abbey. It stars Christine Bransky, who is an amazing gay icon anyway, and it has a wonderful. There is a queer storyline. They actually have a person of color as one of the lead characters in this also. So I would I would just like around people just for it's wonderfully beautifully done cotton candy television and I have loved every moment of it. It's already been renewed for another season. So if you want something fun, it's just fun okay. to do. Watch that. Well, I'm I'm gonna say that we're gonna wrap this sucker up. I'm really glad that you that this thing that happened with our friend, uh, who, uh, who it was just a dream. I was really worried for her being a part of this gun cult. I'm so glad it was a dream. Um, thanks for sharing that. Now I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chris. It's stuck in my head. I really thought Chris went down the dark path. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Check out her episode. She was in season one, episode 30. The words of a mother was a fabulous episode. Uh, she shared her journey um, being a parent and and having a child of the LGBTQ. Uh, it was a really great episode. Enjoyed interviewing them. Actually look forward to future episodes, Chris. Hint, hint. Uh-uh. Well, um, and also this is a good moment. It's, it's a good devil, dovetail into talking about, if anybody would like to talk about a subject where we can interview you, we would love that. Please get a hold of us. Yes, at conundrum at conundrum.com. Yes, or get a hold of us on my Twitter or Holly's Instagram. Um Anyway, we would love to have you as one of our guests. We have so much fun with our guest episodes. For sure. All right, guys. That was our episode. Thank you so much for connecting with us. Um, Like Gary said, connect with us on social media or on our emails. We want to be interviewed or have topics of interest. We would love to hear from you guys. And until next time, be well. And be queer, you wonderful motherfuckers. (laughs) thank you for connecting with us on this week's conundrum connect with us on facebook instagram twitter at conundrum podcast and email us at queernundrum at queernundrum.com and please rate and review us on itunes until then peace and be well and be queer